Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't hip for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominic? Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Our second cousin's getting married in the Bahamas, but I'm not a fan of destination weddings. Not at all. I've never been to one. I feel like I wouldn't like it. It's just, it's the money, man. I'd be thinking about the yeah, money. Oh, I went to one when Amy and I first got together years ago. Her uh, her friend wanted her to stand at a wedding, at, and they we were at a resort in the Bahamas, and it was inexpensive. Or only to me, like, wing. And they made a point to say that we found the most inexpensive place we possibly could. <laughs> right. And it was. It was inexpensive. But then that's the gift, too, right? Your presence is the gift, or, or are you still buying a gift? No, we're we're there. <laughs> we're there. <laughs> you know, your that's, presence is the gift. Yeah, yeah, we're there. But now, I mean, shit, motherfuckers would be like, oh, "We need to go to Ecuador so we get married on the side of a volcano." I'm like, "Get out of your fucking mind!" No. Yeah. Bring flip flops. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> so we got we got to get that picture of all of us standing by a volcano. Yeah. No, we're not doing in that. White shirts. <laughs> we're doing that. No. With no ash on them at all. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. No, I'm just against people getting married in general. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a different discussion. Overrated, man. <laughs> Marriage is overrated. After Fuck I got that. done, that's everybody should have been done. <laughs> overrated. I mean, what do we know though? Yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> Having been married for so long, you don't necessarily know what marriage is all about these days. Especially happily. <laughs> slow right. down, slow down now, Rod. Slow down. Hey, hey, <laughs> so, hey, slow down hey. on those happiness pro- proclamations. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. hey, hey, easy there, buddy. I just, well, I just saw a thing the other day about how marriage is portrayed. The portrayal of marriage is um, pretty funky mm-hmm. on television show, whether it be television shows, conversation, anything. It's like the the portrayal of it is like these motherfuckers is like why would anybody want to get married the way y'all talk about the shit you know the way you my wife it. hates me right guys like, well why are you married <laughs> what right, do you mean guys. your wife what do you mean your wife hates you dog you should probably <laughs> not be with her why are you with somebody who hates comedian yeah yep yeah that's a well-worn premise yeah you uh, know uh um it always used to mess me up back in the day when uh I would watch sitcoms and I was specifically thinking about married with children, but it, it was basically all of them, but it would be, the guy would always like denigrate his wife. Like she was yeah. a ugly piece of shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and yeah. Like 
that woman yeah. <laughs> are you saying this woman is the bane of your existence and you would never want to have sex with her thank you dr april that's crazy I'm glad you're in the chat room doc we need to set up something for this week i will be um texting you she said people there are people who mimic those i have a lot to talk with you about doc so i think that's how marriages are supposed to work that That is true yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, you think that that's how it's supposed to work i remember telling some this young couple who the girl was pregnant we were actually at courtney's house watching we were there watching that pacquiao fight andy years ago and it was a married there was a pregnant couple there and uh when he lived in uh, alexandria yeah and i said uh you mind if I give you a piece of advice? And the guy goes, okay. I said, yeah, don't take anybody's advice. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the advice. Everybody's going to come at you with advice and you need to be doing this and you need to be doing that. You just trust yourself. You'll figure it out. And if you really have a question, go ask somebody you trust. But everybody coming at you with stuff, you don't got to, you don't got to, <laughs> you don't got to listen to nobody because they're going to have you doing some, some wild fuck shit. You can't have that baby sleeping with you. And then you're going to have, you need to have the baby sleeping with you. You know, it's, <laughs> I guess fucking, that's um because there are all these questions about like, what if my kid does this? Or what if my kid says that? And where it used to be, you would just talk to other parents that, you know, or whatever. Now you can go to the internet. Well, now that's all the I, scientists are. I, I kind of realize that that's what the mommy blogs are. It's people crowdsourcing. Like, what if my kid comes home and says, and this those about blogs their are gender trash, but they're mommies. Those <laughs> two mommies writing a blog are trash. Mommy blogs. They're right up there with those neighborhood watch blogs. <laughs> Thank you, Keisha. They are like trash. the next door app. <laughs> yeah, trash. Anytime something like that starts, you're like, this is this is just a way for people to be trash. That's all this is. It's going to turn into that shit. Well, it's and it turns some of those people. It turns out they're not even married or yeah. divorced or. Like that Try Guys guy, the the guy that was trending. It's part of the reason it was a big story is because he on that channel, his whole persona was, I love my wife. And she was on all the time. He couldn't stop talking about how much he loved his wife. And then they catch him Mm. cheating. So it's like, you don't know who these people are writing these things or saying these things. You know what they're about. But at least now he can give uh, dating advice. Right. I I feel like. I feel like they're going to keep their marriage going and that's going to be their brand. They're going to be like, we survived, you know, Mm -hmm. because they used to do seminars on how to have a good relationship. (laughs) That's part of the, one of the wrinkles with that whole story. Damn. Yeah. That was their whole, I think they wrote a book together or they were writing a book together. It was a whole thing. Like that's their, it's one of the things where you could see them having a show together on the food network or HGTV Mm -hmm. down the road. And um, like, that was his whole brand was like, I just, can't stop loving my wife. She's the best. She's so great. And sometimes when you hear effusive <laughs> praise, when you hear extra effusive praise, it's like, uh, who are you trying to convince right now? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, how I feel. That's how I feel about everything now. Yeah, <laughs> that's the uh, we were talking about this on the show. But uh, that's the hustle and the difference and the hazard of uh, monetizing your marriage. Yeah. Like, like a, I forget what we were talking. It was someone that shared something where I was like, I would have kept that shit to myself. Like whatever the, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, guys, we want to give advice. We're going through the, and I was like, why is this how you make money? Right. You can't, <laughs> this can't be how you make, like if y'all having this issue and it's that serious, it's affecting your marriage. 
y'all gotta work on that shit on your own man you can't just fucking throw that out there to these wolves these motherfuckers don't love you they don't know you right, right. <laughs> some of them are hoping you fail because it's entertaining yeah you like know, are like... you crazy go get a fucking therapist or a counselor or some shit don't be telling tiktok like okay guys so i ain't caught her cheating and we just wanted to come talk to you as a family I'm like these motherfuckers are not your kids <laughs> Yeah, what was that? Uh, what's his name? Something Jackson, right? He had his wife on there. Yeah, Derek the Jackson. Derek Jackson. Embarrassing the shit out that woman for who? Yes, for sir. Us? <laughs> <laughs> for us. <laughs> you better call a friend or some shit, man. Hey, but I got a lot of likes, guys. Got a lot of retweets. Well, part of it, too, is if you wrap up, <clears throat> if you wrap up your whole persona in that, this guy, the Try Guys guy, his marriage is falling apart. He's out of a job. He's right. got two kids. He can't support his kids. He doesn't his side hustle, which is like speaking engagements with his wife, gone. Like mm. if you wrap up your whole world in that shit and it falls apart, like there's a lot of examples of um a couple, not even married, but like a couple doing vlogs together and they become like popular vloggers on YouTube and then they break up. And it's like, now you gotta move out. You're not a couple anymore. Your job, you can't you can't vlog about your relationship anymore. Everything's affected. Right. You know, you put your whole right. life out there and uh, or you can be a pastor who runs around on your wife repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. You, that <laughs> and then happens keeps too. turning. And then you got to buy her a Lambo. <laughs> right. Because you and bought then, the other woman a Lambo. I wonder how he's doing. Cause didn't he have like a stroke? Did he? And his, his, yeah. Now his wife, the only one, you know, them side pieces don't show up to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. So now your life is in the hands of this woman. You done embarrassed several <laughs> times. <laughs> Dummy. Yeah, and then the stress from all that is probably what caused the stroke. Right. Well, That's crazy. I'm just just looking at him. He didn't look to be the epitome of health. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know if he's the one. John Gray is his name. I don't know if he's the one that had a stroke. Pastor John Gray criticized for buying his wife a Lamborghini. I think it was him. Um, Pastor, let me see if there's anything. I do have to say this though, Ashley. I just saw a picture of Tyler Perry, and I was like, he looks great. I got to buy that outfit he's got mm -hmm. on. <laughs> That's all I thought looking at him. I was like, he looks fantastic. <laughs> Tyler's taking care of himself. Well, when you work for a billion dollars, it's easy to exactly. take care of Exactly. <laughs> That's why the queen got to 96. But at least you know? he's doing it. <laughs> at least he's doing it. <laughs> Pastor John Gray, his house is $1.8 million. It's not just the cars. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's how. Remember, yeah. we had that. We watched a video of that pastor who was trying to get his people to buy him a watch. <laughs> That's the he, other. That's that's those dudes. That was some low rent dudes. Yeah, but but he sees John yeah. Gray. He's like, this guy's got a million dollar house, two million dollar house. Y'all can't even get my get me a watch. Fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> I'd like to apologize for statements that I made. That's not the real me. Did y'all see the video? Of the the guy who's uh, he he did a video on the TikTok thing, of the eighties <laughs> comedian, and now he's got one of a pastor apologizing. No, oh. bro. Oh, hold on. I gotta find this. It's so good. Oh. Keisha uh, in the chat room says, she, "Look for it, Rod, so we can we can talk about it." Yeah. Keisha's in the chat room said she was Tyler was on the cover of AARP, thinking, "Wow, Tyler really that old?" Then she realizes she's on AARP's mailing list. Yeah, that's the kind yeah. of shit you go through when you hit fifty. Like you I start, was watching, yeah. I was watching this video of. um loose ends performing at a uh at a at a like a a music fair or something and i was like oh yeah that's that's look at how old that crowd looks 
wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that crowd. <laughs> yeah, I, I went and saw Pearl Jam a couple of weeks ago in Camden, New Jersey, and uh, the guy next to me, white hair, just straight up all white hair. <laughs> like, we might be the same age. I mean, you know, people... People go gray at different times, even in their 30s sometimes. But I'm like, holy shit, man. Like, and we were this is the other thing, because Pearl Jam fans still stand the whole show. Oh, yeah. But that's coming, that's gotta be coming to an end. So we were in the pit. <laughs> I was up, I was real close. I was in the pit, which is standing room only. Um, just to, to the luck of the fan club lottery. But there's gonna come a point soon where people are like, I'm just gonna, I'll just sit down during a one or two songs uh and, and stand up just for yep. the hits or whatever. It's coming. It's you know. where it's like when you get in the car and they're playing, you're like, this is my jam. This is a well, this radio station is hidden, and then they be like jamming on the oldies. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're throwback Thursday. We got and you're like, damn. That's that's anytime I hear a bad boy song with a timestamp on it, like bad boy 98. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I always bad find it funny when, when you hear bad boy and they're like, we're never going to stop. I'm like, yeah, you kind of stopped a while back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, for life, really? For life? Because I don't. Did he try to put out a, a video talking about how R&B had fell off? And yeah. Yeah, it got a lot of nerve. It's like, nigga, you, your fingerprints on the gun are yours. <laughs> <laughs> you destroyed that shit. Got a lot of nerve. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, when I was watching Loose Ends, the lead singer was missing these teeth right here, them, them joints on the oh, side. Man. So, you know, oh, when no. you see older people, they get that smile on, and you're like, yeah. okay, you got them all those side teeth are gone. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Y'all, no. your, your side teeth gone age. <laughs> yeah. That's why the tickets were a little more expensive this time, guys. I got to earn some side tooth money. <laughs> That's side tooth we money. don't get health insurance when we're in entertainment. <laughs> That's that uh, joke that Earthquake did. Yo, y'all, uh, y'all talking all this shit about the about the vaccine. Ain't had a physical or been to the dentist in years. <laughs> Just chewing everything on the right side of your mouth because you don't want to touch that left tooth in the back. <laughs> I um, you know, what I, 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 uh, I was on vacation. You know what? We finally saw the Earthquake special. Oh, you had seen it, man. I ain't seen it. It's so good. I didn't realize yeah, how good it that was. That shit is so good. <laughs> From start. I watched Patton Oswalt special. Last the new week. one, I watched some of it. Yeah. I think I fell asleep on it, which is don't, which is not indicative of the special, by the way. It's right. just that's just me. You're an ARP, so that's <laughs> yeah, that's true. I like most of it, like, except for the crowd work. Other than that, I thought it was pretty good. Uh-oh. He does crowd work on it. Yeah, I don't know what made him. He probably just happened to be out the house, but he did about ten minutes of front row. What do you do? What should? Yeah, uh, I'm not a big fan of that in people's specials. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's, it's yeah, um, you want to you want your special to be a little tight. I mean, you can do what um uh what Deion Cole does, mm-hmm. but your special needs to be a little bit tighter than, yeah. than you, know, you, you know the thing about Deion Cole when he does it though, it's actually part of his it's actually part of his set. Yeah, yeah. So it's because yeah. I've seen I've seen him when he worked it out at the um his last special. Uh, he worked it out. Um, at the DC Improv because he ended up recording it like the next the next day, so he worked out all the bits. And then when I listened to the special again, it was like verbatim the same crowd work was already. Oh, damn. You know, yeah, I don't mind. Like, I don't mind the uh, referencing the crowd. I also don't mind the special if the special is I'm about to do crowd work. Like I, I that's cool with me too. Yeah. But I think the one where you like doing your bits, 
and then you just flip to like 10 minutes of not bits. What do you guys want to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. bro, not the special though. Not the special pad. Not fuck with you though. Not yeah, I've, I've seen that in clubs, too, where someone comes out like a headliner comes out and there's guns blazing for the first 10 minutes. And then they it's almost like they need to take a break. Yeah. Like, all right. So who's in here? What we got going on in here? Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's a special. Keep your foot on the gas. I mean, yeah, I know it's hard to do, but that's why bring the pain is so legendary. He does yeah, not let up. I was about to say special. rock did it. Earthquake did it. Like I'd almost did it. Keep I, it on I, the gas. I think especially with the way media is changing, I'd rather you do a shorter special like earthquake. Yeah. Earthquake was 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Uh, I, I know it's mixed feelings on it, but a season. Sorry. Special. I loved it. That shit was 30 minutes. Well, yeah. That's my that's my plan, bro. Yeah, attention 20, spans are shorter. I mean, it, it, there, there is minutes. that's my plan. If you kill for thirty minutes, that. that's yeah. to me better that's, than that's I was up plan. there for an hour. You know, right. like, Andy's gonna record it. And I'm gonna do it in Mike B's little room. Oh, I want to hear that. I can't wait. Um, that's my plan. Andy yeah, don't know that yet, but that's there's something gonna happen. There's something about <laughs> like <laughs> just start to finish. You know, just hitting hitting all your marks, and you know, well, that's the thing with when you watch those specials, you're seeing the edited version. So someone on these, even on bring the pain, it could have been some down moments that just got right. edited out. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, there was one abrupt segue where he just goes, a lot of women in here. I love, I love women. My mother's a woman that helps. Right. Can't kind of comes out of nowhere. <laughs> he used that same segue on his first half hour special, big ass jokes. My mother's a mm-hmm. woman. I love women. The mother's a woman that helps, but that that's kind of an abrupt thing. I'm like, they might've edited out like a looser moment before that. Right. But, I mean, he definitely was trying to oh, he kill kept it. His foot, he kept his foot down. He does that. Hour. He'll tell you that. He, he's in there. To, even on his last one, Tambourine, he was doing the same thing, just in a different way. Yeah, and I'd like to see him ramp up from the Tambourine more, energy. I'd like to see him ramp up a bit more. Just a little uh, more adult. The way Carlin ramped up in his 50s, you know? Yeah. I really hope you find some gold with this uh, Will Smith shit. Yeah. Because I, I think if anybody, anybody can, it'll it, be him. Because it happened yeah. to him. He was in it. You know, <clears throat> if he can separate himself away, I'd be so mad. It's I'm, hard. Yeah, definitely. I understand if he can't for the record. <laughs> so mad. But if, right. mad. But if anybody can for a long him. time, I'm mad about shit now <laughs> you know, from, <laughs> from years ago. So I'd be, be mad for a long time. <laughs> you know, Andy, I did put that link in there, man. I, don't oh, know did you, I didn't see it. Goodbye. Let me go back yeah. and scroll back up on the chat. <laughs> yeah, just stay mad, you know. And I didn't get slapped there in the face is. like that. Right. I mean, that's such a unique, man. that's such a unique circumstance. That yeah, whole situation. I, I'd understand if he didn't use it. That would make me as Chris Rock, not be able to trust anybody in Hollywood ever again. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think I saw this video. This. Uh, okay. Yeah. This shit was so funny. Or at least I saw maybe not the full video, maybe like a short one. Cause this is a minute 46. What I saw was shorter. Oh, okay. At first I thought it was real. Yeah, I thought then so, I too. Then I realized when I saw his face from I was like, oh, that's that dude from TikTok. Let me see. All right, which one of these damn raggedy-ass pastors and got out here and said some bullshit again? <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> it has recently come to my attention that... Why is his teeth yellow? ...chose to find offense in the sermon that I gave last time. High mineral and content and water drink when he was young. Is he wearing like a fishnet shirt? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is the volume low to anybody else or just me? It's his, yeah, the, this clip it's is his, not very loud. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's his teeth yellow. 
<laughs> Mike P can't get over the teeth being yelled at. <laughs> it has recently come to my attention that some of you chose their gold, Mike, in the sermon that I gave last Sunday, and I just want to say, from the bottom of my heart, that I apologize for that happening on my watch. People took issue with me saying, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. So Sister Wallace, you can go ahead and sit down because you was winded walking to the altar. And I just want to say that God called me that day, my private line, and said, bring a spirit of laughter. Amen. And I am so sorry that you were unable to receive that. Evangelist Minaj said, broke people should never laugh. And many of you took that to heart. But I want you to know that God is calling us to a season of laughter. Some of you also found offense when I said, you look so broke, I'm not sure the potter would put you back together again. <laughs> and sometimes we can be so focused on being polite that we won't be right. That was that was good. I think we could do a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit of entrepreneur. Some of you took issue with me calling you ugly. Well, and, and <laughs> he just well glossed over that shit. Took issue with me calling you ugly. Well, and 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 so I take full responsibility for what you all should be taking responsibility for. <laughs> and in the words of Minister Lopez, even if you were broke, couldn't be me, but even if you were broke, God's love don't cost a thing. But you better have my booking fee. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Pretty much nailed it. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. That's how they be too. Yep. Yep, man. I apologize for... You taking Call offense. Well, <laughs> <laughs> listen, you ugly motherfuckers. <laughs> How dare you get mad when I say that? God called me on my private line. <laughs> I spoke to God just a minute ago. He wasn't happy with any of you people. Well, I have an update for y'all on crazy neighbor. I'm dealing with that shit again. Oh, no. What happened? Oh, wow. Same dude. No, this is a. I told the guy below you? Yeah. Same, okay. That oh. fucking dude. Not the person that left that note that. No, she oh. she left. She okay. Moved. She sold her place. Yeah. Oh, she's gone. Okay. So the guy below fucking, you is we the one who had a noise. We complaint. went through mediation, which is I did the little corporate mediation. Mm -hmm. Had a mediating meeting with the mediator. Mediator kept asking, Do you have any other problems or anything else? Anything you want to get off your chest? Was they trying to hint at some racism? You think? No, I just wanted him. Media, media just wanted him to get everything out of media. Left, listen to the, the media is clearly on our side, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> he just wanted him to get everything on the table. So then, this motherfucker has been writing notes, right? Sending emails, which we just found out yesterday, to the to the leasing off, not even to the leasing off, to the people who handle hey, the broker who works for the people who own the place we live in. Say like, hey, Randolph. Yeah. Is this per is this person um oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Has been All sending right. notes to them, you know, to the lady. She lives in California and she's like, why you he somehow he got a hold of her email address. Oh, uh, she's like she manages the place for the owners. Yeah, or, but okay. he went no, it's a company that manages the place. Yeah, for yeah, the they owner. yeah, they hired yeah. They he hired. went past the company to her. To the she's owner? Like, yeah. She's like, Why is he emailing me? What is this? 
what <laughs> what is what is this don't fucking email me i don't <laughs> you know so then that we're talking i'm talking to the management company yesterday and they're like uh you know uh you've been here we've never heard not any complaint about you and now all of a sudden these complaints surface right weirdly when the students so 15 was, years later one of them was he didn't want me to uh because like, I, I was playing bass at night or some shit like that Mm-hmm. So I, I played during the day. I played 11 o'clock usually because I have a about an hour before I start working at 12. So I'll, I'll kind of practice for an hour and then I'll start work. He complained about that. Mm-hmm. He complained that I was playing bass on a Sunday afternoon at 12. Wow. Are you playing through an amp or is this like acoustic? It's amp. I am. I play with my amp during okay. the day. I do. I play, yeah. I do. Are you rocking that shit? You turn it out. I'm way up? up in the, I'm, you know, you have to understand we have a loft, right? I'm in the loft. So you're basically two floors above him. Yeah, I'm two solid floors above this dude. Mm. Playing, I'm in the loft, you know. So any video you see of me, you see me playing in a video on my socials. Yeah. I'm in the loft. Wow. <laughs> playing, <laughs> you know. And as loud as you hear it on the video is as loud as I'm playing. So think about it like wow. that. You know, I don't play I don't play that loud. Um and it's middle of the day. Middle of the day. Here's his here's his thing though. Well, I work from home. I'm like, that ain't got nothing to do with me, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with me, man. I don't know what to tell you. No, I work from home too. <laughs> yeah. I, I work from home too. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. There's a there's a family living below. He lives in the middle. On the first floor, there's a family living below us. They got kids that play piano and sing. Oh. <laughs> and you can hear them, you can hear them practicing. Oh, he's writing all kinds of letters to their I They're wonder right. if he is. I literally wonder for you. You ever play bass to a company that's singing? <laughs> well, it's funny because the father said, uh, Dave, he was like, hey, we should do a band. I was like, your kids play better than me. No, I'm not being <laughs> embarrassed by some little children. <laughs> I'm not going to let that happen. No, <laughs> no. He got he wrote that. Uh, Aim was sweeping up one morning and she moved a chair. And he complained about the chair being moved in the morning. As he was sweeping up, they're moving stuff on the floors. I'm like, during the day, yeah. They're living in an, they, they, that's what living sounds like. Right. Which is what I said in the mediation. I said, listen, we're just living our lives. There's not anything. Yeah. We're not doing anything nefarious or something wrong. We're just living our lives. He, in a a note to think, twist that into, well, he said he was living his lives. He's like, that's trying to be, he turned, turned into me saying something nefarious. Yeah, like you don't care about him. You're only care concerned right, about yourself. Right. Well, yeah. here's the thing. I don't care about you. I don't. I don't. Now, now I don't. I did. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't so, know. So, so Randolph, just to play devil's advocate here. Um, <laughs> yeah, we need some advocates now. Truth social. Here we go. <laughs> what kind of music are you playing? You playing that spook music or what? What are you playing that music? What color mouse do you have? <laughs> Um, I play this kind of music. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> yeah, try mixing up. Try mixing up the song. Yeah, <laughs> learn learn a couple monkeys tunes. Yeah. You know, that, like, even older than that, Andy. I'm talking about some uh, Cotton Eye Joe. Some <laughs> I like the singer. I like the Florence and the Moon and the Springer. <laughs> It's funny you should say that, Reggie, in the chat. That's exactly what the guy, when I was talking to the manager of the of the company of the rental company that watched it, he was like, "Hey, he needs to live in he needs to live in a house. He doesn't he can't live yeah. in an apartment. All He's right. living in a house. You know, he had some water damage from us. We had a we had a blocked sink, mm-hmm. and the water leaked down leaked down into his into his bathroom. We paid for it. 
Damn. But our nice company, but our company sent people over there to fix it. Mm-hmm. And they had to go three times. He wasn't satisfied. Oh, shit. Your mic just muted. Oh, the, the, he's coming to get you. <laughs> he's coming to get you. Three times. Damn. Hmm. He probably kept complaining about the job they did. Yeah. No, not even that. Not even that. They go there the first time. He's jacking off. No, he can't. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, can't let them, he can't let them work because something is going on. So he, they can't work. So like, oh, hey, we made this appointment. What do you mean we can't work? We can't work. Okay. Comes back the second time. They set the appointment. They knock on the door. Nobody answers the door. <sighs> Comes back the third time. Finally gets in and fixes on this thing. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker right here, man. Mm. So <laughs> the, 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 he what just kind of work from home he doing then? I don't care. Mm. <laughs> you know what kind of you know what kind of work he doing from home? Only fans. <laughs> you you know it. You see it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Only fans. And he was all pleasant. He was all pleasant in the little in the little meeting. I'm like, of course. Oh, okay. Well, that was that was bullshit. So my question becomes. Okay, so what's what's the end game of this? What what do you think is going to happen? What's the end game? He's going to call the police. Is that the end game or what? I mean, look, 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 we don't know who else he's been sending emails to or making complaints nope. to. Nope. You he's know, like, he, I'm in here working from home, trying to stroke my dick one stroke at a time, <laughs> earn every dollar I can on OnlyFans, and this motherfucker won't stop playing the bass. <laughs> I can't, I can't masturbate. It's all that bass music going on. My fans need. Concentration. <laughs> but this guy's boom, boom. going upstairs thinking he's fucking Rick James. <laughs> <laughs> Whacking his tallywhacker. Right. <laughs> I mean, if if he's like, let me, I, I know like um bass tends to carry more than treble. And I've lived in that same neighborhood and, and the walls are thin. Uh my neighbor upstairs used to complain about me playing acoustic guitar. So um you got to develop relationships. We had a relationship with our neighbor upstairs. She had our number. She was just text us. Uh, she would text my wife. She wouldn't text me. Well, but you white though. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, but we tried, by the way, we tried that. <laughs> yeah. We tried yeah. that. He it's came up black one day I was playing and he came up and said, uh, you know, you know, more, I was like, hey, no problem, man. I'm getting ready to start working anyway. So don't worry about it. Yeah. He twisted that into, I was dismissive of him and blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's got issues then. Yeah. And I'm like, he's well, I'm issues. not. I said, so he, I talked to you, but I didn't talk to you in the correct manner. He's a victim. He's think? a professional victim. Who the fuck you yeah. think you're talking to, dog? Was, like, he, was he was he greased up with no shirt on? <laughs> chest even. He was like, listen, man, I'm in the middle of something. Because <laughs> if he had if he had a relationship with let's say let's say he has a conference call for his job and he needs it to be relatively quiet because he's on a conference call. If he had a relationship with you, text you like, hey, man, for the next hour, like I got this conference call. You mind? You know, yeah. that's what neighbors do. Right. You say, hey, guy, can you uh, just t- today at one o'clock? I got a thing. I need it to be quiet. Is that cool? You know, shit like that. But this passive aggressive shit, it's only going to get more aggressive. He's going to start emailing all these other people. He's going to start, you know, filing all kinds of complaints. I mean, who knows? He could try to get the what if upstairs? What if downstairs he's on a podcast right now with his friends? <laughs> right. And this motherfucker is like, I'm trying to jack off. And he won't stop playing the goddamn bass. <laughs> I said, look, man, you know I'm working from home. Yeah. I know he's seen the OnlyFans sticker on my car. <laughs> so it's not, it's like he's got a lit up OnlyFans sticker. At, you don't have to <laughs> like Uber. Uber playing at night. You just don't want me to play. Well, you don't get right. to, you don't get to decide that. He just wants right. you to 
He just doesn't want you to play. Like that's the thing. Any no hour is acceptable for him. Right. DL said play on the ones and threes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I could get myself to do that. Right. <laughs> it's impossible for a black person. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, he's just being he's just being shitty. So now my wife is like, we gotta move the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm not mm. going through this. I'm like, you know, because he owns and 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 we don't mm. we rent. Right. So that's another thing. And I said that in the I said that in the uh, arbitration that people who own seem to think they have some sort of thing that they can just tell people who rent like it's going to be like this. Right. Like I'm not. Oh, no, no, no. I don't have it. I have no nothing at all like that. You know, my sisters are renters. My parents are renters. I have nothing. I know. No, nothing. (laughs) Some of my best friends are renters. Some of my best friends are renters. And I voted for Obama twice. Yeah. Right. You don't even say the hard R. I say rent up. <laughs> I don't right. even say the Hussein part of Barack Hussein Obama. Mm-hmm. And these are old, these are old buildings. These buildings were made to house the people who built the Pentagon. That's how far back these, this these buildings go. This was a segregated community. That's how far back this it was, was a government. Go get in the walk on me now, Randolph. That's how far back this shit. <laughs> that's how far back this shit goes. <laughs> It was a government project, but it was back when they put real money into government projects. Right. <laughs> like but they didn't actually... think you were going to go get and teach them CRT just because right. you actually stopped playing the bass. <laughs> That's how far back this shit goes. <laughs> the woke signal comes up. Yeah. I just asked the man to stop playing the bass. He's just all of a sudden he's getting CRT teaching me the history of the country. I, I just love the fact that that picture has become a symbolism for something great, greater than yeah. you started. Oh, you started you. your fault, Mike. You started that shit. The epic text chain. Filling up the group chat with get woke on me. I don't even know if we've ever played the clip on this show. No, we haven't. <laughs> we don't need to. So I don't like people either get that one or they don't. <laughs> don't go get woke on me right now. Yeah, so that's what I'm that's what I'm dealing with. My daughter was like, uh, "We had a crazy neighbor already. Now we have another one." You know, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna yeah, be a lifelong thing. Taking it. <laughs> like I said, I'm not gonna tell her not to not to do this or not to do that any more yeah. than I would normally. You know what right. I mean? Any more than I would normally. Well, he's that guy's not gonna. He's gonna keep taking and taking and taking. You know, like you can't. You say, "Oh, compromise. We're gonna make less noise here." He's gonna just say, "Okay, well now." Here's my other grievance with you. Right. Here's my other problem. Which is exactly what he did. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to complain about something. He's probably what the miserable. mediator say. The media, listen, it's the media. You, you know where the fuck the mediator was at. <laughs> <laughs> the mediator was like, okay. Uh, is there anything else? Because the mediator kept pushing him. Is there anything mm-hmm. else? No, no, no. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing else you have to say. <laughs> I'll nothing. come up with something. Nothing. Okay, then I guess we're done here. You know, Give me 15 minutes. Like I can come up with something. So they don't, this, they don't offer like a solution or anything. They just basically. Okay, so this is, and I'm not trying to be shitty with you, right? Yeah. But think about this. What's the solution? This is what I don't understand. Right. What's the solution? Right. What is it? Are you going to kick us out? Mm-hmm. then what's the solution tell me what the solution is other than do everything this man wants you to do what's the solution because right. he's not budging 
And so he's going to keep finding new problems. So that's why. That, that's why he asked them, "Do you have anything else?" Because he yeah, knows. That's why he kept asking, "Do you have anything else?" Have anything but he else? will. And he didn't have anything else at the time. Absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely if you not. if you stop making all that noise, then the we'll next thing it. is going to be, I can smell what when they're cooking. I can smell the food, and I don't like <laughs> right. it. He up here with this air fryer. And I'm trying to and break, I'm not, bake bread. He, I ain't even kidding him. <laughs> yeah. This motherfucker, I can smell it downstairs. It's, it's definitely chicken. Right. Yeah. You know, so what's the, so that's the thing. It's like, so what's, what's the solution for everybody? What is yeah. it? And I, I don't think you being shitty, dude. I, I really was just asking just to see yeah. if they yeah. had done like a, oh, these hours will, are the, you know, well, he's we come allowed to, find, to play. Come and, to uh, find those, out there's a thing in the, uh, in the bylaws that you had. There's quite, they call it quiet time. Yeah, I'm like you talking about the time I'm asleep. Right. <laughs> like he said, somebody made noise at eleven o'clock at night. I'm like, who made noise? Fuck out of here. That's not that late. Amy was like, oh, maybe I was on the couch. I don't know. I'm like, not- <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I'm not going back through this mental yeah. thing of I got to find this moment. What was I doing? I don't know. Maybe I dropped something. Yeah. Here's, here's my question. I mean, what you could let's say you are asleep and you get up and walk to the bathroom and walk back to the bedroom. Right. Right. Oh, he's stomping around at midnight. No. You know, so no. That that I think I think this is just, you know, speculation, but I think number one, he's probably a guy who is just misplacing anger all over the place. But Mm. number two, I think here's a here's a thing to lead you to that, Andy. He has a bad stutter. Okay. Do without what you will. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe he's got some, yeah, some grievances with the world, but yeah. I also think, I mean, that that's an expensive neighborhood to buy a place in a neighborhood is pricey, mostly because it's a nice neighborhood. Also, the location is perfect if you want right. to be near DC. So you spend all that money, not realizing, oh, this is old neighborhood. The walls are thin. You can hear your neighbors and then you move in. You're like, I spent all this money and I can hear all my neighbors, you know? But that some of that is just on you for buying in that neighborhood. When we moved out, our landlord said, I'm selling the place. You guys got six months. Uh, you can buy the place from me if you want. We've been there for years. My wife was there for years before I moved in. Her sister was in that same place for years before that. So it was all kind of in the family. We had a good relationship with the landlord. She was like, if you guys want to buy it, uh, you can. You know, we'll, We can talk about that. No problem. My wife was done living there because of all the noise. You could hear the neighbor upstairs. The neighbor who complained about our noise was practically river dancing at 2 a.m. A lot of the time she was dragging furniture across her floor late at night. The guy who had kids in their little shared common area, they'd be out there yelling and screaming and you could hear everything, you know? So my wife was had been there for like 13 years at that point. She was like, I'm just, I can't live here. But you only know that unless you, when you live there, you only know that, oh, the walls are thin. You can hear everything. Right. And right. if you're if you can tune it out, great. If you can't tune it out, you really can't live there. Mm-hmm. Or you live in there, there's little townhouses in that neighborhood too, where it's just one neighbor on one wall. If you get an end unit, you got to buy one of those, which is even more expensive. But that's what it costs to live there, you know. And if you spend all that money and then you get you move in, you're like, oh shit, I hate it here, and you, you're gonna be mad because you spent all that money to live there. And he's probably working from home. He's probably not going into D.C. He doesn't need to be right off the right off 395 <laughs> or whatever, mm-hmm. or right outside the city. So all the benefits of living there maybe are lost on him. You know, it's a great neighborhood Here's, to go take a walk in. Does yeah. he take walks? Yeah. You know, I've never seen him take a walk. Yeah, it's a great neighborhood to take a bike ride in. There's plenty of places to do all that. There's a community center. There's a big soccer field. There's a basketball court. If he doesn't need any of that shit, he shouldn't be living there. 
you know, because he's only getting the bad part of living there, which is the right. the sound that the neighbors make. Right. And so these are these are old, quiet buildings. And I was like, well, the thing says you have to have your floor 80 percent covered with carpet. Like, well, we have carpeting on our hardwood, number one. And number two, if you want to you want to pull that shit with me, fine. Then you show me where every because all the all the places here are hardwood. You show me where every place here has 80% carpet. Do they advertise? When you look at listings in that neighborhood, every place advertises all hardwood floors. Hardwood. That's like a, that's like an advertising. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. So he's just miserable. You know, well, this is the thing is like, and again, it's, it sounds shitty, but I'm literally not trying to be shit. I'm like, what's the end? What, what is to be done? What's the end result? Right. I don't even other, think it sounds shitty. I other think, than I saying, like you're just being pragmatic about it. I don't yeah. think you sound this not shit. Bend to completely to you. What's the end result? Not live our lives. He's gonna That's keep right. making you bend too. There's no satisfaction right. on that. Right. You know? Right. Well, DL is saying chat room, he wants y'all to move. Well, as my wife was saying, what you what you think happens when when some young couple moves in with kids? Right. Yeah, he's he doesn't know how good he has it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. We don't have the kids. Ava's not little anymore where she's running everywhere. But it's not even just running around above you. It's running up and down the steps outside your, like in the building (laughs) itself. You can hear all that shit. Does it seem like he got a gun? And kids don't um and kids don't know how to shut the door. Every time they shut a the door, it's really just them slamming the it's door as hard as possible. You know how many times I've had to tell you don't slam the refrigerator? Will you stop slamming the refrigerator? <laughs> yeah. Stop do slamming the refrigerator. Do you seem like the type that got a gun or something? I wish to God he had a gun. <laughs> just so I could take it from him. <laughs> just so I could take it. Just ask for it nicely. Give me that gun. <laughs> just pull that shit on me and see what you get. No, uh, he's, he ain't got he's no a, gun. Yeah. He is a mousy little dude. Yeah. Then do what you, you want to do. But he might be, but it's it's just, it's the, I need someone to tell me that everything he's saying don't matter. Mm, <laughs> right. Look, let me just, let me just tell you off the record because <laughs> I can't say this shit off on the record, but there's really nothing we can do anyway. So none of this shit matters. I mean, he's appealing to your landlord. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> Once yeah. I hear that, I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, that's. Be, again, especially what the media referring. Yeah. <laughs> like this is yeah, but but that's how you know. Like that didn't satisfy him, so now he's emailing right. the the apartment management company or the the and the, the, and the people here, the 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 offices here, who were like, "Well, we sent him up media. I don't know what y'all want us to do." Right, we've done all we can. You know? I'm like, "What you want? You want the, what he wants is for them to kick us out," and that's where I start to get angry. <laughs> right, you, know? you want them to. You want us to disrupt my child's life. Right. Not like the landlord is like, listen, we're getting ready to sell. I can't keep this place no more. Not, not, not that kind of thing. And I'm going to be honest. I don't need the landlord. If I'm the landlord of this place, if I own from the owner of this place, I ain't trying to sell. If I sell this place, I got to put $30,000 into it to get it ready to sell it. You know what I mean? Right. I got to do all kinds of shit to sell this place. No, the, the landlord wants the easiest appliance. path. Possible. Yeah, I got to put new appliances. I got to put new carpeting on. I got to paint everything. That shit costs right. around here, <laughs> you know. So now we got to deal. Now we got to deal with that. It just, it just makes me mad, man. My mm-hmm. wife is upset, which immediately makes me upset. And he's not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. We get the emails. I'm like, did you think they weren't going to forward us the emails, man? Did you right. think we weren't going to see them? <laughs> You know, so that our our condo people were like, okay, 
write a counter claim to all of this just so we can have it. <laughs> like, that's fine. I'm like, and then what? What is, is the gonna, end game? Is he going to sue you or something? Like, what? what is? What's the end game? Complaining. And they were like, yeah, you have no complaints. We looked. <laughs> you have no complaints against you. Right. Like not even crazy neighbor next door didn't put any crazy. Didn't put, I think I think her thing was though, if she put a complaint against us, there because there was a long list of complaints about her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're doing this now. All right. There All was right. a long list of complaints about her, so it wouldn't have done well. <laughs> yeah. For her to say something about somebody else. Call the cops on him. You know, call the know, cops man. on it. Like, like preemptively call the cops. Just call the cops. Just be like, yo. I'm this like, man we is get, we're gonna have to we gotta get out of here dog and it's and so like, hey. expensive and i'm no, trying, just be like, to, hey. trying to keep ava in this school system and it's just like, i think my neighbor i think my neighbor is jeffrey dahmer i seen <laughs> i seen the steps i've been calling y'all 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 ignoring me <laughs> go to full jeffrey dahmer glenda you, you want glenda, to glenda. trump up some charges against this guy it's the only way it's just it's like, only i see it's just <laughs> some uh some old spoiled meat from the freezer pressing it around. <laughs> it smells something. It's just for, the ang- it's just the anger of it, y'all. It's like, yeah, you you just need us to capitulate to you. It's what you mm-hmm. want. I see you, Courtney. I'm not doing that, man. Take care, Courtney. Like Bye, I'm not Courtney. doing that. We'll see you next week, honey. So I'm not doing that. Okay, sweetie baby child. You know, it don't sound it don't sound right coming from you. What? Even, what? even why? with the gray in the beard, I don't why? know why. why not. <laughs> I don't know why. My sweet, okay, what about my sweet babies? Yeah, Is that I better? I don't know. I said like Monique. <laughs> we'll talk to you later, my baby. My baby. <laughs> you know, it's like you just want us to capitulate to you, capitulate to all your needs. Yeah, just want, and that's what you. That's what you want. And whatever we wanted is to do, no, our lives is being the service of you. Mm-hmm. Bro, we got a washing machine that makes noise. <laughs> you know, yeah, but are you washing you know, clothes after 8 p.m.? You know how your washing machine tries to walk? Yeah. We'll dry clothes after 8 p.m. because we don't want, you know, stinking ass clothes. I right. wash and dry clothes all the time at night. All night. You know, that's, the, that's the best time. I'm asleep. Yeah, just let it Ain't go. Got, you know what I'm saying? I wake up. Boom. Time to fold some clothes. Let's go. That is exactly what he did, Dominique. Did he just move into the mirror and start complaining about all the shit that was there before he moved in? Yeah, that's exactly what he did. He also he doesn't like in. all that loud nigger music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, the that, that's the one that pushed me, man, when he was like, oh, he was playing playing bass at 12 p.m. Um, 12 p.m. on a Sunday. Yeah, dog. Yeah, I was yeah. home. <laughs> I came well, back. Just, from- I was eating my artisanal cheeses and <laughs> I found that my digestion doesn't go well yeah. when someone's playing, you know, Purple Haze. And guess what I'm going to do around 11, 30, 12 o'clock tomorrow? <laughs> I'll turn the bass all the way up. <laughs> I'm just going to play. I just, I'm not, I'm not going out of my way one way or the other. I just play in my house. Um, I even said, in, I said in the, uh, in the, in the mediation meeting, I'm like, look, I got a wife that wouldn't let me have this shit up loud all hours of the night. What doesn't let me right, have the shit up right. loud when I'm home anyway? <laughs> well, I mean, what, but you got you got a, a teenage daughter. So, like, I mean, again, when we lived in a neighborhood, the kids who used to make all kinds of noise, they got a little older and they got in high school. Now they're playing trumpet, you know, and you can hear them practicing their trumpet 
because it can't the sound carries like there's could there could be so much more noise going on i mean you it's a family of three like he has no right. idea how much more noise could be happening she yeah, did I live downstairs from elementary like, school <laughs> she oh, did. See? I, lived, I lived downstairs from the party couple when like for a while uh over here and it was like whew, you know <laughs> that weekend hit i'm like here we go here we go with the bullshit yeah but i don't i don't know it's something that i never complained because i never like i don't know it wasn't really fucking with my day that bad you know like all right yeah it's yeah he's just looking for he's just looking for reasons to yeah. complain he Needs he probably control. regrets moving there buying that place spending all that money etc cetera, etc cetera. the divorce not being able to see his kid every other yeah, weekend well you're gonna be here for the next 30 some odd years so well i, I know, know at, noon, you. at noon on sunday we're gonna hear randolph <laughs> Girl, hey he's all in my brain oh y'all gonna hear it <laughs> <laughs> he gonna be singing. He gonna be singing now. <laughs> y'all Lady, gonna, hey, gonna turn his mic up. Y'all gonna hear it? Yeah, I think there was. Um, and all well, it we, is is me playing scales or running through running yeah. some theory drills or shit like that. That's all it is. If you've seen it on uh, your Instagram <laughs> yeah. and stuff, it's not. It's just me crazy. Running, through, running through scales or playing a song. Oh, you don't have like a fuzz pedal. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, shit. but I'm thinking about getting one now. We turn it up. That that feedback squawk kicks in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, when I lived, the, the neighbor upstairs complained to my wife that she heard, she heard me playing guitar, uh, electric guitar, which isn't that loud. And she was like, "Can he maybe like use headphones?" And I'm like, "I do. I, my amp yeah. has a headphone jack. I do use headphones." And then one time, so it was like we were gonna not. I won't play after eight thirty. That's what the compromise was. And then, and then she was like, it was like five o'clock and I heard him playing an acoustic guitar. And I'm like, first of all, not true. Cause I wasn't playing my, I, you know, I, there was a point where I never played the, the acoustic guitar. So she was like making shit up. Like she right. heard something and she thought maybe she heard our TV or cause she heard our TV too. Sometimes we could hear hers too. And she might've heard something on TV. Like he's playing his music. It's like five o'clock in the afternoon. Like, what do you want me to do? And that's you know? the thing that gets me. I'm like, it's the middle of the day. Yeah. It's the middle of the day. This is what you're going to get. I'm not going to not do things in the middle of the day. And Jane said noise canceling headphones. That's exactly what he should get. Like, that's why they yeah. make those. You know, yeah. there's something you're not telling us, Randolph. Are you playing kill the white people? <laughs> <laughs> but buy my album first. <laughs> yeah, it's the middle of the afternoon. It's the middle of the afternoon. Why do you think that you could tell me what to do during the day? Why do you think right. you tell me what to do, period? But right. you think you I'm know why bend, I need to bend my life to you to what's going on during the day. I know you, you know why, Randall. You, look you know why he can tell you. It's the middle of the day. You know, that's the thing. It's like, well, I work from home. That has nothing to do with me, man. I bet your office has like a couple of days you're allowed to go in. You know, well, that has nothing to do with me. I, I am not the one who moved into a place knowing that I work from home. If that was the case, you should have bought a standalone home with an office and dedicated a room for an office into it. Or you should have bought a bottom level. You should have bought a, a place on the bottom that had mm -hmm. basements. Right. Put your, put your shit down in that basement. That's the, the place I used to live in had a basement level. That's where I moved all my guitar shit down to because I'd be one floor lower. But yeah, there's like the ground floor and a basement floor. And you can just set up your home office on the basement floor. Right. Done. My shit's in the loft. It right. ain't even on like the room, the, the floor that's above him. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, the floor that's his roof. 
I'm in the loft. You know, I'm like, well, I'm not going to not play. Well, you're going to get this shit tomorrow. Play that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get this shit tomorrow. I try to practice every day. Anybody can tell you that. That's a just a if you want to if you want to play, you got to practice. You practice every day for a bit. You know, I probably like to practice before work. But that's a good I'm like, oh, that's a good time. I can get it in in the morning and just be done with it. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, to eat time. lunch. It's noon. Come I'm back. on my lunch break and come I keep hearing this gum bass music. Go to the gym in the morning, come back, eat breakfast. Um, play bass for a little while. And then that's it. <laughs> and then go to work. You know. Um, this is a place where we have like ground crews that make all kinds of noise. Like they were making hella noise uh, the other day. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Just, Landscapers. Yeah, I'm like, this is what it is. You know, in quiet hours, if you want to say 10 p.m., I think it is 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. I don't know if it's 8 a.m. because that's that seems maybe seven. You get up in the morning. That's it is what it is, dog. People are up getting ready to leave around here around these parts. Is he also like uh, emailing the? Um... I don't know. The, the trash company, like you guys are collecting trash loud. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a loud ass truck. I don't know what else is happening. Oh, really? Know. Leaf blowers and in I the don't fall? Know what we're supposed to do about it. So I'm not going to concern myself with it, but I do know my wife is like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Right. I don't blame her. You know, like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> let's get some feedback. We haven't done yeah, any well, feedback. Some feedback. I I just checked YouTube for comments because uh, I always I think forget. Randolph's to. neighbor left a comment. <laughs> then he left a comment. <laughs> what he had to say. <laughs> Somehow Great he found show us. Too loud. Mm, <laughs> interesting. Andy's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a comment from Cheyenne. We were talking about comedy last week on Monday. Cheyenne said the comedy scene, at least in Charlotte, is the same as you, Andy described. Local comics hang out at the Comedy Zone to watch other comics gossip and hope for a stage for stage time. And I never went to the comedy zone down there, but I, I remember hearing they had like a little scene sort of like what we had, uh, like, you know, you hear from comics, like they described their scene. I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's exactly what we got. The little hangout spot, talk yeah. shit about comics and then wait for uh, someone to not show up for their spot. Jonathan left a comment. My parents were better than most. We went to the drive-in when we were little Worst experience was when I was four and my brother was six, and they took us to see The Shining. My brother will be Jesus forty-eight. <laughs> my brother will be forty-eight on October second, and he still won't watch that movie. I mean, hmm. I don't. I've never seen The Shining actually. But and when did uh, his parents get custody of him again? <laughs> <laughs> right. The first one's pretty scary. <laughs> the first Shining is there a sequel? That Jack Nicholson coming at you, coming after you with an axe. It's pretty fucking scary. No, but they remade it. Oh, okay. It's that oh. was good. When did they remake it? Wow, that sounds terrible. Uh, comedy, not Comedy Central, Sci- Sci-Fi Channel. I think did a remake oh. of it. Okay, I don't remember oh, really? the year, but I do know they remade it. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that good. Uh, we got a comment um, or a message on Patreon from Dominique, who's in the chat. She sent us the video, which I think made it to our group chat as well. There's a video of Christian Walker, son of Herschel. <sighs> Who has decided that he hates? We saw Florida. that. Saw that. Son of Herschel sounds like that will be the title of his autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Son of Herschel, one of the sons of Herschel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me pull this clip up. Christian Walker um, 
moved to Florida, I guess, I guess not that long ago. I don't know. I thought he was. Yeah, it already. wasn't that long. I don't think. And he is he's realizing that Florida is trash, basically. This is I don't, the, the, I don't know what the problem is about Florida. I think Florida's a great place to stay. Actually. We know you do. <laughs> right. <laughs> you still got that that Miami hat on. If you didn't know already, Christian Walker recently moved to the red state of Florida and he's missing his old blue state of California so much that he took to his Instagram story to cry about it. I I just packed my stuff so quick and left. I thought like F I don't see any tears. Is he this is he fake crying right now? Sounds like it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm never gonna wanna come back. I hate it here. But like if I could snap my fingers, oh my gosh, I would go back. So he also went on to post this. So I guess it turns out Miami and Ron DeSantis land is just not doing it for him. If you didn't know So is he looking in the mirror like, go home? <laughs> get out of here. Go home. Go on and get <laughs> go home. Go home, me. <laughs> uh olivia commented it was nice hearing the old theme song again randolph hit him with the hey 3go last week we were talking about the original the, the yeah, theme song chad good. made chad so i went and pulled the file and uh there was a name that we shall not mention mm. but yeah, i took the audio of felt five saying mike b on our current theme song and covered up that name with Felt Five saying Mike B on the old theme song as well. Oh, so okay. it, it, uh, it fit right in. There was also a um, Andy. an audio drop of the laugh on that on that uh, that person's laugh on that file. Oh. It was mostly in the right channel. So I just cut out the right channel, made the left channel a mono channel. It's still in there, but it's not as loud on the left channel. So I did what I could to to excise uh, he who shall not be named. DJ so, Alkaline. So- so, so, can you play it? Oh, you don't know it, do you? No. Do you know that song? I don't. I missed that one. Okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me pull it back up. Dang. Oh, yeah. I, I guess Mike B. Yeah. I guess that song is pre uh, <laughs> Yeah. I thought Mike B was, was down with the fam. I mean, we knew him, but he wasn't Rod, listening to the Rod, podcast. Check your, check your text messages right now. All right. I knew there was a secret text message without me in it. You're in it. <laughs> oh. I think you're in it. You should be. No, it's the group it's chat. It's the oh, group chat. Group okay. Chat. Yeah, it is the it's the group chat. Um oh, we we're all go. gonna pause now because uh oh, oh yeah, hello. Yeah. Okay, so well, let me all go. Right. Just want to make sure. Give it a, let me give it a, let me give it a gander. By giving a follow. Um, <laughs> it was an Instagram <laughs> video, guys. <laughs> guys, it was butts. All right. <laughs> Instagram oh. butts. Y'all know I'm into it. It is what it is. <laughs> Some of us like pogs. Okay. Well, this is a, I don't know what we call. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Latina. Why do pogs? What do we call Latino? What do we call Latino? Pals. They're pals. <laughs> <laughs> you just take the L, fat ass Latino. <laughs> pal. Okay. okay. Yeah. Pals. 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 <laughs> fat ass <laughs> Latino girls. <laughs> Might be. I let like me. Latinos more better. All you gotta do is you don't have to put girl after Latinas. Because oh, there you go. Pal, okay. girl. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, Mike you B, you don't like recognize this. Right, you don't recognize this, Mike B. Can you hear it? <laughs> no, Dang. no, I never heard this. Kick back, relax, hit that, roll up your 
your sleeve All your cool motherfuckers can stay But bitches Broadcast of prosperity Hit the tip drop of the jet Yeah, yes Here's the school brother Coming in hot with coherence Is this Michael Diamond? Nah, swear nah, I'll tear Keep it maintaining Hit you with the weight training We'll explain the illusion Of police retraining And this is Randy's Number one Andy A song life full of comedy Got the tablet handy Andy Klein Mr. On Time Slinging punchlines From the cut walk At a straight line Then the thriller Mr. Tim Miller Crowd killer Say hold on Probably not here yeah, out trying to raise his daughter So we'll just tune in to 3SPN Through the sock puppet nation Let the party begin Pop pop PD Roman Black eye tips Might be waxing philosophical Talking bullshit Might be just trying to help you get a Nice pretty young bitch Let's hear it to a proper The world may suffer Facebook email Tweet us Get out your closet If you're dropping our names Put some respect on it Come together There's nothing else to say Let's start the show Randolph Randolph Hitler with the <laughs> so there you go. Randolph Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was it. That. Mike B, your name is in there now. I made it. I made it to the old school. Yeah, was a one know. episode there, but I'm in there. No, yep. you were yeah, yeah, exactly. But the you backup quarterback that everybody needed. <laughs> hey. You know? You I might was, not be the hey. pod father, but you the father that stepped up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was Chad. Uh, Chad wrote that his friend Wayne Beats did the production and uh, Dustin, his friend Dustin actually was the one who rapped on that one. Mm. Um, and I believe that's the welcome to their Terradome intro horns mm. being looped. Um, yeah. So Mike B you're in, you're in the old and new theme songs. There you go. There you I are. made it. I made it. Yeah. The next, the next, <laughs> the next time someone makes us the theme song, we're going to request that they say might be like eight or nine times just to make up for all the times that you were, you were left out. Hey, you know, I think, uh, I think Dan, I think our, our schedules didn't line up properly, I guess. Um, right. I, we was like, we just kept missing each other. Um, so yeah, I mean, we now? had, yeah, we had a lot of sock puppets back then. Well, you know, it was a, it was a hard, it was hard to crack that. Uh, we got a comment from Peter. I worked in a restaurant one summer in college, and the worst thing anyone with a baby left at the table was a fully loaded and folded diaper sitting nope, among no, the plates. Fuck no, nope, <laughs> no, <laughs> sitting among the plates and napkins. No, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. there's trash cans in the restaurant. Who does? Who do those people live under? <laughs> right. <laughs> Fortunately, these uncouth savages didn't use the napkins to clean the baby. But I remember the owner, a god, the fucking awful racist Italian woman cussing up a fucking storm. Mm -hmm. I understand parents want to have a life, too. Nope. But that ain't that ain't a blank check. Well, to make obviously, everyone... I don't defend that. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I think it can go without saying that I'm not a I love the babies. I, I respect to have empathy for parents. You can't leave a shitty diaper on the table, guys. Go no, to the not. bathroom, and if they, they, they don't have a bathroom changing station, then take them out to the car, do it in the back seat. Right. Fuck <laughs> out of here, dog. If they don't have a changing station, email their landlord. I yeah. will whoop uh, ass in the parking lot. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Peter said, I understand parents want to have a life, too, but that ain't a blank check to make everyone else share in the negative externalities of your crotch fruit. Well, that being said, I bet that food was good. If y'all have a racist <laughs> Italian woman, I know that shit was good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, she probably has, she probably uh raising people cook better. She's got <laughs> some good recipes. And I know because my my 
I got racist ass black people in my family. And <laughs> the food is incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> Who made this? <laughs> I guess that'll be the test, Randolph. If your neighbor, if your neighbor ever brings you like a, a like a some food that he made, I wouldn't taste it. I wouldn't try. You, it. You'll tell I, how yeah, racist he is. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't try it right off the bat. I think it's a trick. It's a trick. All right. <laughs> hey man, um, Jeffy Dahmer. Oh, for his neighbor a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, you oh, you watched it? I watched <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Too, man. I've been watching. I need to get into it. Everybody it's actually it's, really good. It's cool. I was su- surprised. Uh, yeah, it's um, but yeah, that sandwich scene, nigga. <laughs> Nisi Nash was all of us. <laughs> like you can get the I'm, fuck out of my house, homeboy. I want you to put I want to watch you taste it. I'm not tasting nothing yeah. out of that smelly ass apartment. <laughs> I'm not hungry. <laughs> Well, I just I made it. I just think you should have a bite. No, nope. if, you, if you if you watch that, if you if you watch um, that Jeffrey Dahmer story, you would just see how deep white privilege is. Yeah, back in the sixties, seventies, eighties. Yeah, even even homophobia because I do. Susan yep. came in here like you know there's some gay shit in there, right? They're like, never mind, you're right. I passed. No, like I think um, he got an unfair rap on social media, but I mean, what doesn't these days? Right, but. It literally addressed every single complaint that people had about. It. I think a lot of people just didn't watch it yeah. and were looking for reasons to not watch it. So they was just like making shit up. But and it was a couple of quotes from family members of people that he killed who right. said they were being re-traumatized or whatever. So people okay, I think just well, ran with that. I would just tell you don't watch it. Because right, nothing yeah. I can do about that. <laughs> I would tell you is why are you even watching? Yeah. And there was a there was a woman who who she she broke the story back then. And she's a, she was a journalist and she came out and said, it doesn't really represent what actually happened. A lot of the facts are sort of dramatized for Hollywood. It's not exactly this and that. And then she said that the cops were not that racist or homophobic. And it turns out that she, it turns out that <laughs> she is now is a, a white woman. saying. Well, hold on. Yeah. It turns out that her job uh, was journalist, but now it's a spokesperson for the police department. <laughs> so, oh, well, <laughs> and I've been seeing black people share that fucking link without reading it. Like, right. you're not going to trick me, guys. Right. Click the link. <laughs> it's hey like guys. uh uh they they were also retweeting Boosie. Yeah. Little Bo- Boosie badass was like, don't watch that Jeffrey Dom. I said, now y'all know this nigga is homophobic as fuck, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Like this dude calls little uh Dwayne Wayne's Dwayne Wade's daughter a son and shit. Like yeah. this dude is super fucked up. Right. Like, don't what just don't watch it if you got a problem with it, but don't lie. Yeah, it's um imagine I mean imagine if Randolph's neighbor lived below that apartment where all the smell oh, was coming God. from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd have been invited, he'd have been invited over. Why don't you come in and we'll talk about this? Right. <laughs> Bro, the amount of times the police were called on this man. That's that's really why it's good. The whole series is great because it's just like everything you learned about him, where it's like he was such a good serial killer. It's like, no, he wasn't. He was right. Fine. Yeah, it's like, no, he wasn't good. They were inept. Right. Were He's inept not careful. Of their, their racism and biases. Exactly. <laughs> wasn't Dude good. wasn't careful. He wasn't smart. Like they just <laughs> dissect this man. It was like he was stupid in school. He dropped out. He couldn't have felt he couldn't hack it in the military. Couldn't get a fucking job. Couldn't live out, move out his mama house. He was just a piece of shit the whole time. And it was just white people being like, well, we don't want to ruin the guy's life. Get out of here, Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> You're 18 um, years old. You yeah. don't want to ruin your life. 
I'm gonna give you that second chance. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> give you just, a, the meanwhile, the victim family that crying and shit. I'm gonna give you the second chance because really, right. this is America. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, god damn, this man was white. You're just a kid, you know, you're just a kid <laughs> who ate a kid. He's, That's all he told the um, what, he, what, what the judge tell the dude, he was like. He was like, all right, look, sir, I need you to get your son up here to, to dissect what you're saying because I can't, I don't understand it. And yeah. then his son was trying to explain it to him. He was like, you know what, just put it in the letter and, and give it to the court. Yeah. Listen, I don't even know why I wasted y'all time. I'm going to let this white man go. So <laughs> I, I'm sorry that for even telling y'all y'all had a chance. Y'all ain't getting no justice today. Bye. Uh, we got one comment from Rodney who said, uh, who sent us the commercial of Senator John Kennedy, the, um, Road scholar, uh, Ivy League educated bumpkin. Yeah. Who likes but, he's, but he's a country, but he's a country boy. Andy. I'm just a I'm just a simple man from uh, the Louisiana, and I don't know what's going on in the world, but I can tell you what one thing. It's one of those guys. And mm-hmm. he said, um, well, it's a 30 second commercial, so we can just watch it. This is actually on his official Twitter. Rodney sent us a, a different version of it that was like someone recording their screen. Mm. Violent crime is surging. Jesus Christ. Good God. Yeah, that's, that's not really how he talks. There's audio of him talking in his normal voice uh, from years ago before he took on this this uh, Falkhorn Lehorn thing. His doing. face is terrible. <laughs> oh, like I... Violent. Yeah, really, look at that face. Damn. Violent and that's like crime. his face made up with his hair done. Yeah, that's his, still his hair like done, that. makeup, everything. <laughs> Even got his eyebrows done. Lip gloss. <laughs> lip gloss. A everything. lot of makeup going on here. There Damn. might be some Botox, Botox. Up here. Still look terrible. Violent fun- crime. Violent crime. I'm <laughs> terrified. My voice is quivering even saying this right now. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord. Lord of Jesus. The they crime. don't do this down at the Cracker Barrel. We got criminals. We got murderers, robbers, people playing their bass at all hours of the afternoon. <laughs> Violent out here. <laughs> I was, I'm a Rhodes Scholar. Have I mentioned that? I'm a smart guy. Violent crime is surging in Louisiana. Why are his teeth Woke leaders blame the police. Woke leaders. He's, he's hitting all the marks. Go. This is yep. the 30-second commercial. He's going to hit woke all leaders. the marks in this commercial. Don't go get woke on me. That's one. <laughs> blame the police. I blame the criminals. A mom should not have to look over her shoulder when she's pumping gas. They always love the moms. Yeah. That's a big thing. Is the, what if you're a mom? I voted against <laughs> criminals, and I opposed defunding the police. Look, if you hate cops just because they're cops, the next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. Damn. Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, up, those apart. <laughs> I don't want to give him no props. But whoever wrote that, you you ain't shit for writing that. That's a good line. That's a good hate cops because of cops. Who hates cops because of because they're cops? Because they're cops. Next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. That's a that's a deaf comedy jam bar from like two thousand one. <laughs> Right. I'm like I'm that's how at... simple that he simplified the shit out of all that logic in the call a crackhead. <laughs> Just because they're cops. Oh, why is he not flossing? Look how blinky he is. He's really like intense right now. He's got a little bit of uh sweat building up on the side of how his mouth. How many takes was this? See his little glistening right here. <laughs> Didn't one, Rod. Didn't one. Next time you get in trouble. I don't know. Could that crackhead line look like he had, he laughed at least once? Yeah. 
Oh, you saw this <laughs> time get in trouble. Call a crackhead. His lower lip quivered when he said crackhead. Yeah. Next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. I'm John Kennedy. And I, I'm sorry, but when I want a $5 VCR with a side of a blowjob, I call a crackhead, <laughs> not the police. <laughs> You know what's funny about you, you know what's funny about the whole he said the woke the woke people don't like the yeah. police. Yeah, he just threw the um, word woke in there. Yeah. yeah, but like his side don't like the police either. So I mean, make your mind up. Pick, right. pick a struggle. What, <laughs> you mean like the FBI? Why his teeth look like that? Will you please floss? <laughs> Let me ask you this: uh, by do you mean like Department of Justice police or FBI police? <laughs> right. <laughs> which ones do you not? Which ones? Capital police, uh, the Washington yeah. Metro police, <laughs> perhaps. I love our officers unless you're trying to like uphold an election. <laughs> woke leaders blame the police. Woke leaders. And it's, it does, there's no, it's just nondescript woke leaders with people who have like crazy hair colors. You're right. So you know what he's getting at. Black Lives Matter. Woke <laughs> Black leaders. Black Lives Matter at, at LGBTQs and such. Right. And all that nonsense. Lesbians and blacks blame the police. <laughs> police. I blame the criminals. A mom should not have to look over her shoulder when she's pumping gas. I voted against the early release of violent criminals, and what I you need to vote on is funding in, the police, getting some dental floss, and getting in there with some of that good old powerful Listerine. That's what the fuck you need. To do. I voted against universal dental care. <laughs> All right, and that's up to the individual. I don't like your woke uh, toothpastes. Okay. <laughs> Your woke crest and Colgate and aim. I like to aim, but a gun, not a toothpaste. That's what, what I like. Mouthwash, I believe you will tell you it gets rid of ninety-seven percent of bacteria. You know what my favorite mouthwash is? Scope, like a sniper rifle, a sniper <laughs> scope. That's what I'm into. God get damn it! In a, you get in there with that original or the purple stuff? <laughs> the only Colgate I want to see is the Colgate of prison, locking up all these criminals. <laughs> My lips are quivering. I'm so mad right now. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. <laughs> the cops. The next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. Oh, well, can I have their number? Like, <laughs> What's the crackhead number? I, maybe I'll try that. Maybe I'll try calling. A, is there a, like a bad signal you put out for crackheads? He looks like he would play Foghorn Leghorn in the live action movie. Yeah, he was the, the role he was born to play. Yeah. John Kennedy in the role he was born to play. A crackhead. Call a crackhead. Uh, I, I'm in trouble. Is there a crackhead nearby? <laughs> See, it doesn't work now, does Next it? Next time you want a Blu-ray player for half off, call a crackhead. <laughs> don't call, don't go to Best Buy. Call a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> crackhead will sell you a beta max, but it should be in a super max. That's my message. <laughs> I'm Senator John Kennedy from the great state of Louisiana. I forgot how to talk right when I started becoming a senator. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, when are we going to have lunch? Okay, guys. Uh, what are you guys doing later? You guys doing anything? All right, guys. What's everybody getting into after this? John Kennedy caught on a hot mic talking normal. Scandal. <laughs> Scandal in the Republican Party in the state of Louisiana. My opponent don't even talk like that. <laughs> all the all the debates he ain't dumb don't let him fool you he thinks you're dumb he thinks you're dumb because you believe he's dumb don't let don't let him fool you i'll, I'll represent you idiots better i'm than the John dumb Kent. one i'm the idiot <laughs> 
I got my. I, the Republicans, the only people that's like, I got his grade transcript right here. He did <laughs> get a 3.0. He, he's, his, his grades are higher than I can count. I can't even count that high. That's how dumb I am. By the way, he's not even from Louisiana. If you're from Louisiana, you wouldn't be calling a crackhead. You'd be calling a meth head. All right. right. <laughs> you don't even live here. He's a Washington, D.C. elite. <laughs> now, of course, we're all on opioids. That's different. That's That needs empathy. <laughs> right. Call, call an opioid addict. Doesn't have the same <laughs> ring to it. All right. Look, if you hate cops just because they're cops, the next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. Call a crackhead. John Kennedy. Call a crackhead. Listen, if you hate cops just because they hate you, <laughs> just because they abuse <laughs> and violate you. That'd be funny if right after he said, I approve this message, a crackhead comes on. I was like, well, I don't. I'm trying to like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, stop calling me. I got to block your number. Stop calling. Stop calling. <laughs> That's his opponent. It's a crackhead. And his right. phone won't stop ringing. Guys, I got I got prepaid minutes. I can't be taking your calls. I'm a crackhead. <laughs> I don't have an unlimited data plan. I normally try to stay out of politics, but this time the politics came to me. Right, I'm <laughs> you may know me. <laughs> You may know me from such hits as stealing your 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 DVD player. <laughs> Violent crowd. When I'm not taking catalytic converters. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a catalytic converter, don't call a mechanic. <laughs> call oh, crackhead. <laughs> call crackhead. I'll bring. I got a bunch of them right now. You want one? I got my pockets are full of catalytic converters. Crackhead is such a like '90s reference. I can't believe. Oh, oh by God. crackhead he means black person. So let's just right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Woke. As long as we all know that a woke, woke black crackhead. person. Okay, Randolph, don't be coming up here simplifying things, making it all woke and stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, because I guess the implication is the cops are the ones stopping the crackheads. Right. Yes. So <laughs> if you don't, if you don't want them to help you, then go ahead and call the crackheads. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, let's go to Cracker Barrel, guys. <laughs> the only crack, crack I smoke is Cracker Barrel. <laughs> cracker Barrel. <laughs> and there were so many crackheads there. I started calling it Crackhead Barrel. Then I called the police. <laughs> I called the police to get rid of crackheads. <laughs> the next time you're in Cracker Barrel and your chicken fried steak is running late, don't, don't call the police. Call it Crackhead. <laughs> call it Crackhead. Call it Crackhead. My opponent. Wants people to have crack in barrels. I go to crack a barrel. Cracker barrel. <laughs> that's my that's my guarantee. That's my promise to you, people I'm of Louisiana. A, I'm a proud member of Cracker Barrel. I, I oppose when they put the uh, what was the thing Cracker Barrel did on that menu? Was it? Uh, oh, I forgot what we talked about. I was like, they put uh, something heavy on the menu. Oh, they put all kinds of heavy shit yeah. on the menu. Yeah. No, it's vegan food. They're, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah I oppose yeah. the vegan food <laughs> on the Cracker Barrel menu. They put and I'll stand up for you the... too. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing, I don't like all that music they play down in New Orleans. It's too loud. Yeah. Or upstairs in the or apartment upstairs. above me. It's too goddamn loud. If I want to hear the bass, I'll tell somebody to smoke some bass because I call crack. <laughs> I, I will mandate a crack headphones. What am I supposed to do? Stop playing this bass. Call a crackhead. Call a crackhead. <laughs> call the police. <laughs> Next time you want someone to stop playing that bass, don't call the police. Call crackhead. I approve this message. 
But you know what, man? That every time shit, I see though. this, I just think how good racism must feel. Yeah, this how, is how can we see that 30 seconds and we I mean you got what three four minutes of material for 30 seconds. Yeah, there's some white person like goddamn right. Yeah, he's got <laughs> this guy's on to something. No notes. <laughs> told y'all I told y'all to vote for him. He's on to something. There's like, yeah, they're like, I don't care what y'all say, he is smart. Yeah, that's a very that's a very he's smart a, point. He's a he Rhodes just... scholar. I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> I guess he like a scholar on the highway or something. I don't know. <laughs> A, a Department of Transportation scholar, but he's right. I don't call crackheads when the, when I want the police to come. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, man, they're gonna get elected right to now. another another. Uh, well, this is term. this is the move. Now we're in October, so all yeah. of them are going to start pushing fear. Yeah, oh for sure, fear of uh, woke people coming into your your cities and destroying them and burning right, down yeah. businesses and all that shit. All right. Critical race theory, immigrants, Muslims across the yep. board, LGBTQ. And crackheads. Crackheads. Of course, crackheads. A throwback. <laughs> crackheads, that's what's going to send them over the moon. I want to defund crackheads. They got it too good. <laughs> they, they, defund. They good. <laughs> defund the crackhead. <laughs> um, that's Man, all the comments Brett we Favre got. And I approved this message. <laughs> <laughs> I approved it. My lips are quivering. My lips are quivering. Let's, quiver and I, let's I push got. this thing along before we sit up here and talk about this. A crackhead. <laughs> Two things just popped for me. One, how Bryant reposted the ESPN. Now it's hit the ESPN story that the uh, neurotrauma consultant involved in clearing Tua was has been fired. Mm-hmm. So Howard reposted and said, McDaniel stand by, stands by Dolphins handling of Tua, which is what mm-hmm. he said. So then here comes here comes first comment. I'm like, you should really think before you come at Howard Bryant. But here we go. <laughs> Your timeline is off. Coach's comment was before the unaffiliated doc was canned by the NFLPA. I don't believe you've heard a comment from Coach McDaniels yet. And Howard, my timeline is not off. <laughs> he stood by his handling of Tua when he was asked, do you think he changed his mind just because the union fired the UNC? And then here he comes. I thought the UNC was fired today and the coach's comment was yesterday. I'm making an assumption that this comment was based on him believing the USC followed procedural protocols. And here comes Howard. Yes, because neither the NFL nor the Dolphins terminated the UNC. You would assume McDaniels maintains his original position. The PA sits at the other side of the table. Are we saying that uh, that Howard Bryant's timeline was right? Has this guy conceded that point after that well, was his opening? What he says now is, I guess we're both making assumptions here. I'm not talking shit, by the way. I'm not happy about how it was handled. That's his conceding. I just don't believe it was McDaniel that would have put Tua back in the game. The UNC did his job. The Dolphins doc failed Tua too. Howard, I'm actually not making an assumption. My original comment was mocking McDaniel for what I thought was a silly comment from the start. You cannot be comfortable with how any of this played out. Yeah. You come for the king, you best not miss. Why yep. are you caping for these people? This is why I don't understand people automatically caping for this dude, Mike McDaniels. I don't Mike, Mike wouldn't even say he was black, so he lost me there. Yeah, for, <laughs> he sounded a little white, too shamed. I was like, mm, for white not gonna hitch my horse to this wagon. <laughs> <laughs> that and um what is that? I think that's uh Mike be trying to raise a daughter. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, Mike, she... my man, like my man uh Mike McDaniels, man, he sounded like we busted him being black. Right. <laughs> That's not a good way to come into the to the diaspora, you know what I'm saying? Right. 
trying to Before, hide that. That's just for me, guys. That's just for guys, me. Guys, I'm just a human being. Who's just trying? I was like, wrong answer, buddy. <laughs> that controversy should, come your way. I'm out. Say that, didn't he? Well, I'm just a human being. First and foremost, <laughs> I believe there's only one race. Right. The, the human race. race. <laughs> so. I said, when the controversy comes for you, dude, I'm out. <laughs> My buddy uh that I was on game theory with me, uh biracial dude, really militant dude, by the way. He uh <laughs> Texted me the, the 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 quote last night about the uh, Mike McDonald and the uh, uh, whatever that movie was McGruber. Yeah, and yeah. He was like, yeah. As biracial people, we just like to go ahead and disown him now. Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just gonna hop off of this thing right now. I was like, yep. No one's on his side. He's a man without a country at this point. <laughs> I'm looking for well, PNB. What's his What's his full name? The rapper PNB Rock. Oh well, yeah, they caught, they caught the people who killed him. Turns Did out they catch the father yet. It's a fucking family, and they haven't caught the father yet. He's the, the two of us. And people are going in. People are going in on like, hey man, all y'all gave this gave his his girl shit. Mm-hmm. Like, got, y'all stupid. I have, I have some breaking news. Uh, uh, I've got an exclusive. Exclusive. Uh, Did you get exclusive. this from True Social? Are you scooping? Are you scooping Randolph on the scoop segment? I'm, I'm, I'm about to scoop Randolph. All right, let's see. If I want to scoop, I don't talk to Randolph. <laughs> I, I call Mike B. <laughs> and I talk to crackheads to get the scoop. <laughs> um, new guidance from American Academy of Pediatrics says kids can attend school with headlights. Oh, <laughs> what? Christ. Oh, man. <laughs> if, your, if your child has headlights, they can come to school now. What the hell of a breaking news story? Uh, that's, <laughs> uh, that's relevant to uh parents. Oh my yeah. god, what <laughs> where'd that come from? Why why would they just take a, like a few days off? It's not the end of the world. Thank god black people can't get them. <laughs> I said the same thing about COVID. Uh okay. It's real. Here's but, but another here's a new scoop. True socialism. Bill Maher and Atlantic writer Caitlin Flanagan say Kamala Harris should be replaced as vice president. And should be replaced as vice president. She's an off-putting person for some reason. Really? For That's Bill Maher. It's every Saturday with Bill Maher. He's the best at marketing that shit. Gotta yeah. give him his people props. Every week, they fucking trend. God, he's a piece of shit. And people still fuck with him. Yep. People we so, know. So what's so off-putting about... Um... I'll say the goddamn name, Randolph. I ain't scared. <laughs> J.L. Coven. He likes that shit. <laughs> he likes that dude. <laughs> he be going to see him perform live and everything taking his mama with him i said boy <laughs> you know lost your mind mess with that man that man gonna let you down hard one day it's already man. bad it's a bad day on the podcast for biracial dudes <laughs> listen we disowned mike mcdaniel and jl coban is uh, on the fence okay <laughs> we'll consider a conditional first round draft pick <laughs> right. in the racial draft <laughs> uh, I just pulled up that article about PNB Rock. Yeah, that that dude's still on the run. I guess the Damn. the father who sent and his... they were waiting in the parking lot for him before yeah. the girl. Well, they anything. were in the parking lot, and then they yeah. saw they him. saw him. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Let's get him. You know. So that's the thing. When they were going in on his girlfriend for posting pictures, is like it could have been someone who was eating inside. It could have been someone who worked there. It could have been someone who saw them park the car and walk in, which it seems like it would ha- was what happened. Well, it's always um, a black woman's fault. Start there, work backwards. And also <laughs> reach the conclusion that they got. All these people who are who were saying that, who claimed to be fans of his, who were sad, obviously, that he died, and were putting it on his girl for going on Instagram 
and posting where they were. Uh, first of all, we don't even know if they, she tagged where they were. She just said we're eating. They were like, oh, that's it. You tagged it. Like, there's no, I don't even think I saw right. proof of that. But all these people who were his fans, if they would have seen him in that parking lot and it would, they would have been like, can I get a selfie? And they would have taken a selfie. And guess what they would have right. done? Posted that shit right. and tagged it. Like, all these people are, are act like they're above reproach. Every one of his fans, someone who saw him eating in there from across the restaurant would have like secretly taken his picture and said, hey, guess who's eating the same restaurant as me? PNB Rock right, right. now post on Instagram. So they're not above that shit. And they, would, they wouldn't yeah. have thought, what if someone wants to rob him? It's yeah, all Steven bullshit. Even Jackson was like, that's where I check in everywhere I go with the local gangsters. And shit. I was like, this don't even, this not even gang related. Yeah. It's a robbery. There was some lookout they said was wearing all red who kind of, I guess, was part of the plot. And then this guy with his son Guys goes, gets his son, brings his son back. His son goes in with the gun to rob the dude. This is the other thing. You can rob someone without killing them. He you right. know, immediately shoots him, shoots him a couple more times when he goes down, then takes his shit, takes his girl's shit and uh, kills him. And then the father is now on the run. It's, all, it's just a mess. The mother, the mother was driving a getaway car and shit. It's Damn. Fucking, was she involved she too? Was, yeah, she was in it. They got her too. Accessory. They got the mother in him. I thought the father was. Yeah, the father the was in the car on too. The run. Yeah, he might have been the drivers. The mother was there. They got it was a family affair, dog. Um, the rapper whose real name is Rakim Allen was robbed and shot inside Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, South Los Angeles, in broad daylight in front of his girlfriend, uh, Freddie Lee Trone. That's the father. His son and his wife, Chantel <clears throat> Trone, have all been identified by the LAPD as suspects. Um, I think there were some people they said might be involved in like after the fact dealing with the jewelry and stuff too. Because they stole a bunch of jewelry off him. I think people are trying to either hide it or sell it or something like that. Um, it's just a mess. I mean, the whole thing is just a mess. My breaking news, I got nothing on this. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Roy Wood Jr. might be in line for the Daily Show gig. I saw yeah, that. I saw that. I'm not surprised. I, I, I mentioned that in passing to my wife the other day. I was like, I think I think they should look at Roy Wood Jr. for that. I feel like he's mm -hmm. he is he's ready. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah, it's his time. He's he's Definitely gotten to the point now where yeah like you've been time. there for since 2015 I believe that's seven years yeah, yeah all it's seven years he's shown that he can do depth it's his yep. time but no but I thought, I I thought mean, it was funny that the Daily Mail which is a right wing rag shared it like Trevor Noah out Daily uh Roy Wood Jr could do it and then in in the fucking description trying to diss Noah they were like he's got too many takes that come straight from Twitter. And he's woke. And I was like, have y'all met Roy Wood Jr.? This ain't good <laughs> news for y'all. Let's watch his specials real quick. <laughs> See yeah. what he's talking about. Like, Roy shit about to be way harder on y'all than him. <laughs> yeah. Trevor was trying to give y'all motherfuckers a benefit of doubt because he ain't from here. <laughs> Especially with the way, like, I've heard Roy Wood on uh, some podcasts. I think he was when he was on Black Hat Tips. He was also on, I think, Larry Wilmore. He's kind of tired of placating. You can tell. Right. Uh, he's he's not about trying to find common ground and doing that friendly daily show interview where they make fun of the guy, but they shake hands afterwards. He just I don't think he wants to do that. So he would be right. probably harsher than Trevor. No, at this point, Trevor, on his speech about leaving or whatever, was kind of like, you know, the idea of like just having a conversation is pretty much dead. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, like my style of, you know, bring people on and, and just kind of like. Talk to like Tim Scott and shit. That shit ain't hidden. 
Yeah. So, you know, I got to get the fuck out of here, get back well, on the road. The, the be a problem is, is that because of social media, we know who and what Tim Scott is. Yep. So when you're having a conversation with him, all we're thinking is, why are you talking to this piece of shit? Yep. We all know he's a piece of shit. It used to be you could hide being a piece of shit. You can't hide being a piece of shit anymore. Like, we all know this guy's a piece of shit. You know he's a piece of shit. What's the point of this conversation? <laughs> and nothing highlights you ain't from here more than that shit. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I, it, was, it was on Mark Maron's podcast that heard Roy Wood on. I don't know if he was on Larry Wilmore, but yeah, he's been sort of signaling that he's not. Yeah not about like placating and being a nice guy anymore. You know, and that's I why I feel why like he's he, ready. Uh, <laughs> I get why Noah got that job. Like I, you know, I don't begrudge him. I think he did a good job while he had it, but you know, it's time to move on, bro. Yeah. yeah. And that's the move these days is hosts aren't dying in that job. They're just, they're doing it for a while. Then they're getting out. Yep. You know, James Corden is getting out. Uh, I mean, Smith, we got, I guess, technically got canceled. Conan got left. Out, out. She, ain't, she didn't want to get out. Yeah. yeah. But it's like that whole thing of keeping the job for 15, 20 years. Even John Stewart was there for what, 15, maybe yep. more. That's just not that the way people do it. There's a shit ton of competition. Yeah. Now with the streaming and the internet, it's just, you know, there's so many people taking the news and making content like The Daily Show, but just on YouTube and shit. Yeah. They took that formula and just, you know, diluted it basically, ran with yep. it. And uh so. yeah, diver- diversity's been kind of taking a hit with these uh late night hosts. <laughs> right. So, They're all named Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, they got Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, James Corden. You gotta be you got a white guy named James, you'll get a show. <laughs> That's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> your your, your odds are James, if you're white, you're listening. <laughs> it's gonna be a late night host. If you want to be entertained late at night, don't call the police. Yeah, call Gordon Jimmy. Is, I think James Gordon is ending his shit. Yep. Craig Ferguson ended his shit. To an end. Yep. Yeah. Conan. Craig Ferguson was in that time slot. He walked away. You know, these people don't know. The whole thing with Jay Leno was like, I never take a day off. No guest hosts. I'm just going to run this into the ground. Like, people don't want to be that guy anymore. Nope. The status symbol of that is just not important to them. So, yeah, I'd like to see Roy Wood do it. That'd be cool. Me too. Yeah. Absolutely. Would. I'd be the first late night host who follows me on Twitter. <laughs> 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 I've done one show with Roy Wood. I don't really know him. Oh, he'd, was, have a, he'd have a, at some point, he'll have, he'll have a team take over his, <laughs> right. his feed. You know. Yeah, he'd be, he'll become less accessible for sure. Uh, the one did, show I did with him was a tragic story on my end. So, did, um, I can tell it if you guys want. Yeah, I don't. I want to Don't let I'm Mike. Here. Don't let Mike try to shut you down, Andy. Tell us. Yeah. No, no. I said, I'm here for the story. Here's the story. Back in, <laughs> it's from 20 years ago, 2002, I believe. Comedy Central used to do this contest. It only did for two oh, years, yeah. three years. <laughs> they did a contest called Laugh Riots. They would have 10 shows in eight different cities: two in LA, two in New York, and six more sprinkled around the country. 10 comics per show. Each show is a contest. There's a winner. The 10 winners go to LA for the finals and the finals, they pick a winner who gets like a little bit of money and gets on premium blend or whatever. So you send in your submission videotape VHS and you choose the city you want to compete in. So for me, the cities were New York or Miami or 
Atlanta. Those are the closest cities. Mm-hmm. Everyone's choosing New York. So I was like, let me choose Miami. And Some other friends of mine chose Atlanta. A friend of mine got into the Atlanta show. I got into the Miami show. So they call Comedy Central calls. Hey, you're in. Uh, you're a semifinalist. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the date. Be there at this time. So I flew down to Miami and uh, 10 comics. And at the show, it's the Miami Improv. It's like a, a different location from where it is now. But um, 10 comics, only nine of us showed up. One comic didn't even show up. But there's 10 comics there. There's the two women from Comedy Central are there. And it's on a night that's normally urban night mm-hmm. at the Miami Improv. This is an important part of the story. So they draw the names to, to draw the order right in front of us to draw the names. I have a terrible track record. I always draw in a contest first or last or second to last. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this one, they drew all the names and I drew last, which was ninth. Mm-hmm. On the show, there were five white comics, four black comics. Mm. And the four black comics all drew back to back to back spots, <laughs> four, five, six, and seven. Like it, could not have been. <laughs> it was a it was a random drawing. We all watched it in the lobby or the bar at the Miami Improv. Uh, the black comics on the show, Jay Phillips, who uh, I started with, a DC guy, lived in Baltimore at the time lives in LA now. He's been in movies. He's been in commercials. Uh, very funny. Roy Wood Jr., whose name I had heard. I didn't really know him. The internet wasn't as robust back then. I knew of him. Uh, Charles Walden, who had been on Comic View, mm. um, maybe a couple times at that point, but he was the guy that I knew because I'd seen him on TV. I can't remember the fourth black comic. Uh, there were four black comics, and then the rest were white guys. And this is Urban Night at the Miami Improv. The host is a guy from Miami named Marvin Dixon, another black comic. I think he probably normally hosted that night, but I'm not sure. He's still around. I think he still does comedy. So we all get like six or five minutes and Marvin Dixon goes up first and he's just doing his normal, you know, hosting set. Hey, where are you guys from? What are you guys doing? You know, crowd work, eases into material, does a solid hosting set. First comic goes up, white guy, solid set. Second comic goes up, white guy, decent. Third comic, same thing. Another white guy. There's no women on this show. Mm. And then starting from comic number four, everyone starts destroying the four black comics in a row. I don't remember the order, but they were just like just destroying. Jay Phillips had an incredible set. Roy Wood Jr. had an incredible set. He did a Hulk Hogan impression. That's all I remember about his set. The whole, well, you know, brother, that whole thing destroyed. Charles Walden, the other dude, I can't remember his name. Back to back to back to back, just leveled the place. Now you. There's a thing that happens at comedy shows where if if the show has gone on this upper trajectory for long enough, and you're about two-thirds of the way through the show, like a showcase show, and someone kills it at that point, the crowd is kind of over at that point. They've checked out. They've seen enough show. They've been laughed out. So. The next guy is a white guy. He said, I think he's half Cuban, but he's basically a white guy. Goes up and just does okay. Again, the, the crowd's like, okay, we're done watching comedy tonight. We just saw four guys mm. destroy. He's, again, unremarkable. And then the host brings me up. Mm. And they drop checks while I'm on stage. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I got to do a check drop. And the crowd is completely checked out. Like They're not even looking at the stage anymore. Oh, they're looking no. at the checks. They're having conversations. I do my six minutes. 
that I planned. I'm like, Comedy Central's here. I, I can't fuck around. <laughs> right. So it's pulling teeth. Like, I, you know, I, I could tell it was just, it was not going to be my night, obviously. Um, I get off stage. And then Marvin Dixon, the host, goes back on. Now he has to do time while they're tabulating the votes. So he's just up there fucking around, doing some crowd work, doing some material. Um, after like maybe 10 minutes, they they bring him up the card of like the top, you know, the number three, number two, and then our winner is, you know, that thing. So he's like, all right, let's see. Uh, number three, uh, the, the third place finisher tonight. Uh, you know, give him a hand. It's, uh, you know, Charles Walden or something like that. So now we're at the top two. I'm like, it's got to be Jay Phillips or Roy Wood. Those two had the best sets. I wanted Jay to win. He's a friend of mine, but it was splitting hairs. They both just destroyed. All right, second place. Uh, put your hands together. Give it up. Jay Phillips. Jay, fin- Jay is second. So now it's time for first place. And Marvin Dixon's like, all right, this next comic, first place. This is the guy that was. It's going to represent the Miami show in L.A. in the finals. This, this is a brother that was just up here a minute ago. Put your hands together for Andy Klein. What? And the whole crowd is like, what the fuck? And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm sitting next to Jay. <laughs> Me and Jay Phillips are both like, what the fuck? And then like a couple really awkward seconds go by. And then Jay goes, I guess I got to go up there. I'm like, I guess. And I start getting up. I'm halfway out of my seat. And Marvin Dixon goes, I'm just playing. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I sat down. <laughs> He's like, I'm just playing. I was like, I was like, obviously you're just playing, but that was fucked up. So right. that's even worse. <laughs> the, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Your winner is Roy Wood Jr. <laughs> so Roy Wood goes up to the stage to collect his, you know, I don't know if there's a prize, but he goes up to take a bow, or whatever. And um after the show, like the owner of the club was like, everyone was apologizing to me. Everyone was like, oh, it's so fucked up what he did to you, man. And then Mm -hmm. uh, they made Marvin Dixon walk over and apologize to me. He's like, (laughs) like, hey, Andy, come here. Hey, Marvin. And (laughs) Marvin, hey, man, I'm sorry, man. I was just up there riffing, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I know what you're doing. Like, it's cool. Whatever. Yeah, it's it's fine. But I'm in front of Comedy Central. Like, you know, the two women from Comedy Central, based on me talking to them, clearly liked my tape a lot like i think Damn. for them i was i think they this is me speculating but i think they kind of saw me as one of the people to look out for you know mm. and so i fell on my face because of the going on last getting a check drop on urban night but on top of that i got embarrassed so everyone mm. was apologizing to me the guy that ran the club actually liked my set a lot he'd never seen me before he booked me to feature down in, in florida a couple times like he was like hey Damn. fly back down here I was talking to Jay afterwards. And I was telling Jay, I was like, yeah, I think you should have won. I kind of had you first. He's like, well, you're the one that's getting work out of it. So because <laughs> <laughs> Jay didn't get any work, he just came in second. So second gives you nothing. Um, so that was, a, that was the only time I've ever performed on a show with Roy Wood Jr. And uh, I got embarrassed by Jesus. the MC who was, you know, using me to get one last laugh because, hey, the show can't be over until I get one more laugh. Mm. Then I had to kids? fly back. I flew down to Miami for that. I had to get on a plane the next day. Oh fuck no! And fly back. Like, did you already the... have a date when you got on the plane? Did he already be like, hey, I want you to come back and work for me? So here's what it was. He ran. He booked three clubs. Andrew Dorfman was his name. Mm-hmm. He was a comic himself. The he Dorf. Booked, he booked the Miami Improv, the West you Palm know who Improv. Ran off? 
No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> the door. <laughs> oh, man. It's like the door. He booked the Miami Improv, the West Palm Improv, and Uncle Funny's, which was near Fort Lauderdale. So he booked all three. He booked openers for all three. And he was like, are you like a feature? Are you like a host? And I was like, no, I'm a feature. I've featured at this place and that place and all these other improvs. He was like, okay, cool. And then like the manager from the West Palm Improv comes up to me later. And he's like, that's fucked up. What happened? Like every conversation to the rest of the night started that way. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I talked to Dorfman. He said he was going to book me. He said he liked me, but I don't know. He might've just been saying it to me. Nice. He's like, no, no, no. If he said that he's going to book you. So Dorfman was like, I have three rooms. I can get you a three week run. If everything works out. Cause a lot of people bring openers or it's not a good fit or whatever. So like a couple months later, he booked me. Uh, this was in the summer. He booked me in September just for one week at Uncle Funny's because the other clubs had other people already bringing openers. And then a year later, I went back and featured Uncle Funny's again. But again, he had me he had me penciled in at West Palm for the next week. But then D.L. Hewley was coming and he brought an opener. And I never did the three week run or even a two week run, but I did work down there a couple of times. And then I moved to New York and I stopped. I got off the road a bit. So, you know, I had a little in at some Florida clubs, which was nice because of that set. Even though I bombed the manager because he was a comic was like, those are good jokes. And I was like, right. <laughs> He's like, I was like, Fucking crowd, man. Urban night. Seriously. So I did my call a crackhead bit. <laughs> well, you have to. Yeah. No, so, 90s, so like uh, so 2000s, you got to do it. You got to do it. Uh, the one of the women from Comedy Central made sure I had her business card. Nothing ever came up from follow-ups Joanne? on that. It was Joanne. Yeah, it was yeah. Anne and Joanne were the two women. And um, and again, I could tell like they were, they had seen my tape. Like, you know, you have to get chosen for this round out of all the tapes they got. And I was like, I, I got the feeling that they liked what I was about. But again, that was just I also like the, just can't picture Andy doing the like, the white boy at the black club bounce right out move yeah you right. know but then he does well in black rooms i came up in black oh rooms. no no i picture yeah. yeah he i mean shit we, we paid we was here <laughs> we've seen it uh <laughs> but like there's definitely like if it's like urban night like that's not me especially at that right. point five yeah. six years earlier i was probably more in line with what that crowd wanted because i was just dirty it's more like you know maybe something you would hear on def jam or something it was just dirty jokes right and at that point it wasn't so I wasn't quite, I wasn't like intimidated. Like there wasn't that thing that white comics get in front of a black crowd right? where there's like, you can tell they're nervous. It wasn't that it was more that I, as soon as I got on stage and this has happened to me in other contests, cause I have this horrible look of going up last a mm. lot. Um, you see the check drop and it's just demoralizing. It's like, oh shit, I flew all the way down here. I paid for a hotel and they dropped checks. And so what's the point? Like, what am I even doing here? Like, you know, it was that kind of thing. Right. And so to follow that up with having my name be called as the winner of the contest, having the whole crowd be like, fuck that. Like even the, the crowd was clearly like, what, is, what are you talking about? Like no one right. believed him. Everyone turned to look at me. And then from, <clears throat> and then Jay's like, I guess you got to get up. Cause enough time had gone by the, 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 the window of I'm just kidding had passed. <laughs> so, oh, so, you so had, Jay yeah, was like, no, you got to say that. If you're hosting like that, you have to do that immediately and, and decline. You, I'm just fucking around. I mean, I probably had the worst set on the show. I was dead last and I was the last comic they saw. So, but either way, I was chosen by Comedy Central to be here. Like, you don't need to do that. Right. Um, so, and also the circum any comic would know this is the circumstance check drop, last comic, four people just killed in the four through seven slots. That's what's going on here. Everyone knows that who's been around comedy 
has seen that kind of show. But yeah, it was kind of fucked up. But Roy Wood Jr. was the winner and he went on to the finals. I don't think he won the finals, but he was probably 23. He was probably a you know pretty young comic at that point and already kind of making his name known out there, which was interesting. So Ashley said that's my comic book villain origin story. Right. <laughs> no more black rooms. You know? right. And he could have been here like they're just diversity hires. That's why right. you know it's hard to be the white man in comics. That's how it's hard. I mean, the fact that all four black comics went up in a row, like it was so obvious that like this is what Urban Night is, you know, mm-hmm. like in at the Miami Improv. It was also a very specific kind of you know, situation because of that. But it and was they like, were yeah, all good. <laughs> they were all they were all they killed it. All of them were funny, you know. Like a couple of them had TV credits already. A couple of them, you know, would soon have TV credits. But How many minutes were y'all doing? Six or so five mm-hmm. or six minutes i think it was supposed to be five but then one comic didn't show so maybe they bumped us up to six something that like that adds up though Nine yeah so you get you bring your tight six you know you have your set yeah. you know so anyway but that's my one time performer with roy wood jr i wonder if he remembers that i wonder if he remembers that time they announced the wrong comic and then he was the winner i would be willing to bet you that as soon as you said that he would remember you yeah. don't for comics don't forget stories like that right yeah <laughs> that's crazy bro. i comics saw marvin dixon's name go by on instagram once like a year or two ago and he's still down in south florida he seems to be open for he seems to open for a bunch of big names it seems to be a guy that you know is respected or at least seems to get a lot of bookings down there so yeah he was a young comic too trying to get a laugh when you don't need to get a laugh it's well, the whole thing was well was, don't uh, worry andy his house got blown down <laughs> that's right <laughs> Yeah, take that, Marvin Dixon. His house got blown down. <laughs> I got the last laugh. The last laugh on you. Nature helped. <laughs> Angry fists. Curses. Man, when he said, I'm just playing. Oh, how demoralizing is this? Yeah. I'm just yeah. playing. Yeah. Okay, it. All I right, could, y'all. That's fighting words. Yeah, but, you got you to gotta fight that, dude. Let's bring this one home. We want to thank Rod and Mike B for sitting with us. Thank oh, you yeah. guys for coming in. We're going to end on Andy's sad story. It's it's fine, guys. It's 20 years ago. I hope She-Hulk ends an episode with that song. I don't know why they're not doing this. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Bling, 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 bling. <laughs> <laughs> the Incredible Hulk Lonely Man theme. That's yep. what it's called. If you look it up on YouTube, it's just called Lonely Man. <laughs> Lonely Man. <laughs> yeah, it's called... The Incredible Hulk, Lonely Man. Yeah, I hope I hope she Hulk ends with this song. At least one of them. <laughs> Give it up for Andy Klein. <laughs> now I'm just messing with y'all. It's I'm, just, with I'm just playing. Like this song starts playing as I walk back to my seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm halfway up to the stage. Like, oh no, I, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm doing the Charlie Brown walk. <laughs> Head down, hands at the side. Let that run, Andy. So y'all come on back (laughs) on Monday. This is sad. We'll be here for you. Wait till it goes up an octave. We want to thank Mike B. (laughs) Rod. We didn't have Karen. Oh. But we were here. (laughs) And we're gonna be back on Monday. We're going to get a copyright strike on this, but it'll Andy be Klein will be here, too. I'll be, be here, too. Hey, I'll be here next week, guys. I'm just playing. 
<laughs> Let's take yeah. this out on that. I'm hey, Randolph do you guys want to join our podcast? I'm just playing. <laughs> that was Randolph and Tim in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Andy Klein. Uh, I was just kidding. I'm Ron Morrow. <laughs> and I'm a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's <laughs> three guys on. And we out. We're playing. No, we're serious. We're out. We're just playing. <laughs> <laughs>